Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. One plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's up, everybody? Thanks for checking out the latest episode of the Boston Sports Blitz. I'm Steve Thompson, joined as always by Chris the Hood Blackie. <laughs> Got a special Patriots guest today. She's a writer and podcaster for Full Press Coverage and Pat's Propaganda. Claire Cooper, how's it going today? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Good fun. I'm, I'm good. How are you two? Not too bad. It's Sunday, Father's Day. Dealt with crap at work, but glad to be back here doing a <laughs> podcast about the Patriots. <laughs> this is it. Chris? You know how it goes, Steve. Moving quite along. It's already hot out, which isn't ideal. Yeah, it's getting humid out already, yeah. which, like you said, not an ideal situation. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be very strange talking Patriots. Yep. But... We got ourselves a good guest, so uh, away we go. 
Absolutely. And Claire is also known as the tight end queen on Twitter. So we got that going. <laughs> tight end queen, huh? Yep. Yeah. Oh, queen yeah. of TEs. Oh, I go by so many names now, in all fairness. Uh, they do that. The, the, there's the Claire, Classy Claire Cooper, the Countess of Clouds, the Baroness of Blockers, Queen of TEs. You know, wow. It's, the Baroness it's great. of it's Blockers. I love that yeah. one. That's great. <laughs> yeah. It's so, good fun. It's but good still fun. no Claire with an eye. But no Claire with an eye yet. Yeah, no eye. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was oh, great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got in trouble for that. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, well, I'm going to get in trouble. Right. <laughs> if you're going to have me on as a guest, you can at least spell my name right. I mean, come on, gentlemen. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that was a total. Uh, I just moment. talk. I don't worry about that other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like literature grammar <laughs> english <laughs> that's it so what was your initial reaction claire when they signed jonu smith and hunter henry initially my very first reaction was because they signed jonu first it was like great they've got tight endage awesome then when they signed him to Henry, it was like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. I'm so excited. He's awesome. Wait, that means they're going to have to drop Ronnie Zoe. Oh, now I'm a bit gutted. So it was I was as people know, I was very conflicted with my emotions because I am a bit of a, a Ronnie Zoe fan. I stood behind him last year. So but ultimately it was just the excitement of finally we're going to you know, see some action. We're going to see some tight endage on the field. And yeah, good stuff. Surprised that the that coach dropped a lot of cash, but I mean he just dropped it here, there, and everywhere this year. So yeah, really, really excited. Probably like everybody actually. And I mean Hunter Henry now, yeah, he's 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 my guy now this year, as as people know. So as 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 I've been very vocal about. So yeah, just excitement really. Well, I might have to uh, jump on the Juno Smith bandwagon, Steve, because it kind of reminds me of uh, you know who, Mr. Dwayne Allen, still waiting for that touchdown. Right. But uh, <laughs> good blocker. That's what I like about him. I had him on my fantasy team last year, and uh, he promptly got traded because he didn't do enough for me. But we know how that <laughs> season ended, right, Steve? Yeah, we do. <laughs> oh, you, you, you're gonna be a little bit slightly like mentally irregular to want that but um <laughs> yeah. yeah it's good talking patriots again it's been so long like i said um so expectations for this offense this season whoever pretty high thank you uh pretty high i've got to say uh bringing in the two tight ends i mean it, it, i think it's high for everybody and i've heard from you know snippets from training camp that rcrc might actually have something out there so having a three tight end set that you know <laughs> that's pretty darn exciting so i must admit from from that aspect quite high expectations the running back so the the running game i mean quite depth there now especially with the signings and stuff I mean a bit gutted that they let um Rex Burkhead go I know why it's kind of obvious it's still that but then you've got that nostalgia of you know he was sort of a long-time patriot and he's such a nice guy as well bit gutted he went to the Texans as well they stole his though and then they stole Rex so yeah not too impressed with that one but um yeah so quite high expectations really I think mostly it's the the wide receiver core that that people will say maybe lets it down but 
if they're going to be utilizing the running game and also the tight ends significantly, then your wide receiver core isn't isn't going to be needed to be quite as strong as such. Um, plus, there's always I mean, there's quite a lot of depth there at the moment it needs thinning out, obviously. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be interesting. And the the O and the D line. Significant, um, in, you know, in additions to to both of those, really. So. We've got some solid guys out there bringing bringing um, familiar faces back as well. I think is going to make a big difference on the O line. I think it's going to have some solidity there that maybe we lacked sort of last year and stuff like that. So very very interesting. So I guess really, as though it's probably not the best thing. I think the expectations are quite high on everybody. In all fairness, Eve. I totally agree. You know, it's that <laughs> running back. They got from the drafted Stevenson. He's going to be pretty good. You all right, Steve? Oh, yeah. You choking or what's going on with you? Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to get CPR going for you, do we? <laughs> nope. Stupid water. They tell you to be healthy, and that's what it does. Right, right. <laughs> I kind of wonder, you know, ultimately if this is going to be one of those ground and pound teams. So I don't know because you don't know what the offense is ultimately going to look like. They haven't had this type of setup in a while, and the glaring hole is still at quarterback. Like you don't know what's going to what's going to come out of that position yet. You don't know. Big mystery. Yeah, yeah. This is it. it yeah, it's I mean, the it's the. Yeah. You know, they drafted Mac Jones, but I know you've told me off air, Chris. When's there ever been a good QB come out of Alabama? Am I wrong? Am I no, wrong, no. though? Really? No. Under Saban, when's the last time you saw a quarterback come in the NFL and be, like, elite? Boom. This is the first time for everything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, A.J. McCarron was okay. He got drafted by Cincinnati, which was probably problem number one, but... Right. It's, and Cam's not the answer. I'm sorry. Like, I saw enough from him last year. Well, I kind of <laughs> take last year as with a grain of salt, given the you know, the entire yeah. situation the world was in. So, yeah, I want to yeah. see what it's like in the full full camp. I'm not giving up on Cam yet, but he's not going to be like your long term solution. I don't even know if Mac Jones is honestly. I don't know. I'm See, I was a, I was agreeing with you, Chris, until you then went, yeah, I don't know if Matt Jones is either. So <laughs> I was agreeing with you right up until that point because, well, like well, you, really? okay, go yeah, ahead. well, like you, I'm, I'm. Last year was was I think it was difficult to really evaluate anyone last year because of everything that happened, particularly with Cam getting COVID, not having a full training camp, not having this, not having that, losing time, really integral time with the team. So it, it it is difficult to really look at the guy. Now, some of the throws that he made were really quite shocking considering he was like a Heisman winner, MVP and all this kind of stuff. So I'm willing to give him the chance, but he's not got much time as far as I see it. He's got to get through camp and this, that and the other. And we hit preseason. He really needs to be bringing it for 
me to get behind him. Obviously, that's my personal opinion, but he's really got to be showing because if not, then it, it means that he hasn't still got it anymore. And as really nice as the guy is, and I know that he's like a brilliant team player and stuff like that, he really seems to want to work at it. And you can't fault him for those, you know, that that kind of attitude. It's just that we've got to have a guy there that can throw the ball. People were slamming different receivers last year for, you know, um, not producing. They, they couldn't produce because he couldn't get them the ball. So <laughs> you've got to go back to sentiment and be obvious with this. So as I've said before, as lots of people have said before, I'm not the first person to say that, obviously. So, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, I'm willing to give him a chance, but he hasn't got a long time. As for the Mac Jones comment, I, I do genuinely think he is our quarterback for the future. And I'm really excited and looking forward to seeing him develop and hoping that we've got kind of like this next signing for our because our next dynasty starts here, you see. So it's my attitude on the situation anyway. Yeah. Boy, you're awful. You're awful yeah. bubbly when it comes to uh, Mac Jones, huh? <laughs> He's the new guy. I have to get behind the new guy and stuff like that. So you know, why not? We don't know what he can and can't do yet. Granted, he could hit the NFL and and suck. He could crash and burn. And I really just hope he doesn't. But he's been in. Um, mini camp and stuff and he he doesn't look bad out there. That kind you know there's those that kind of news coming out from it. So yeah, I'm I'm. I'm one of those kind of fans that's just positive. I'm just going to get behind him and just give him a chance. And that that's what I want to do. Just give him a chance. But if the best thing for the Patriots is to put Newton in and he's decent and to start the season with him, then I'm all for that as well. But yeah, I, I do feel that Matt Jones is Patriot future really, to be honest. Well, yeah, I would never like openly hope that a, a play would fail. You know, I'm not the, uh, Anti Tuca haters. <laughs> I don't want to get into hockey because it, it'll be uh, a, a long day. But uh, I don't know. There's just something about Mac Jones for me that I don't know. I'm not even cautiously optimistic. I guess I'm not gonna say he's gonna fail, but track record with Saban. I, I keep going back to that. We'll see if I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to judge him from college i mean look at the weapons he had exactly well and, and you know i don't watch college football so i really yeah. have no idea what the hell i'm talking about when it comes to college <laughs> I mean, that too. everybody else so i mean that team was loaded oh and yeah his exactly. credit he they were open and he didn't miss i mean he wasn't like cam last year throwing the ball in the dirt that's that's what gets me going is you know he had covid which absolutely sucked he was great Mm-hmm. in Seattle in week two. That's probably arguably one of the best games he's had as a pro. And that's saying a lot because he's had a decent career. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, just throwing in the dirt, like, can't read a blitz. Yeah. That kind of thing just bugs me. I think Mac is starting sooner rather than later. Like you guys, I'm willing to give him a chance. I think he's going to be decent. He can throw the long ball, which – help since they signed Aguilar. I think he's going to have a sneaky good year. I had him yeah. on my fantasy team last year for a few weeks, and that definitely helped. <laughs> well, in the long run, enough, it but, didn't, but... No, hey, it got me close. <laughs> yeah, 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 it got you close. Aguilar has <laughs> a question mark, too, because is he yeah. going to get the, uh, you know, drop-itis again like he had before, or what? Like, that's, that's a question mark, too. Yeah, you know, Jacoby Jones, like, how good is he going to be? Right, right. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you don't got Edelman there no longer. Mm-hmm. He's gone, so he's right. not coming through that door. Which, My yeah. question to you, though, is, and and, and Claire, you can classy, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> classy, classy, Claire. Yeah. Okay, classy. It's okay. Just call me Claire. It's fine. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna lose my train of thought. Like you sit and saying that like, you respect Mac Jones to come in. Okay, so week four, you got Tampa. Who's your quarterback? Well, whoever. Sorry, I thought you were asking Steve. Actually, I'm asking, Sorry. asking both of you. Like week okay. four, uh, the goat comes into Gillette, his home. Who's your starting quarterback against them? Yeah, but you're asking without us seeing either of these guys. So wow. you're asking us blindly because neither of have been in, a, in an I NFL mean, I situation. I You've don't got, want to do it analytically. I just want to say, who do you want as the quarterback week four? There's, I've got two answers, actually. There's, the, yeah. Firstly, I probably want Cam because he's the most experienced and it was for the NFL guy, so you'd think he's going to be the best, the best option. However, the sheer sweetness of putting Mac Jones in, even though I don't want them to burn him out too soon, just the the sheer sweetness of having Mac Jones beat Tom Brady at Gillette Stadium is absolutely awesome. I would absolutely, yeah, I'd adore seeing that. Mm. That would be amazing. The chances of how likely it is, who knows? But that to me would 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 be amazing. Seeing our next dynasty created in front of our old dynasty, kind of thing. Interesting, Steve. Yeah. I want Max starting. I'm ready for new. Like, like I said, Cam's experienced, but he's throwing the ball in the dirt. Yeah. I mean, he's he can't hit. I mean, obviously it was mini camp, so you can do with a video, however you want to portray something. But he's missing guys twenty yards down the field in the back of the end zone by thirty yards. Yeah, but on the conversely, he also has had good good uh, practices on top of that, so you don't really yeah. know. It's a big question mark, really. Yeah, like you said. I mean, Mac got picked off by Hightower, but who the heck hasn't? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's only mini camp though i mean come on yeah. it's only like first stages right i mean we'll see how so. they do you know through the full training camp bill seems to be loyal to cam maybe to mm. fault mm, yeah i agree because he loves cam like he never gushed about brady like he does about cam how weird is that i mean is it yeah. just me or is it really freaky weird that is Oh, it's totally weird. I mean, maybe Cam needs to be a different. I don't know. Like, he was hard as heck on Brady for 20 years. But obviously, that's what Brady sort of, you'd say that's what he needed. I mean, is yeah. it? I don't know. Did it, is it what created his success sort of thing? Did he need, he needed that chip on his shoulder all the time? He needed that kind of, oh, he's not giving me the credit sort of thing. Right. I, I don't know. Would he have performed differently if he'd have been treated the way that Bill treats Cam? Or, you know, who knows really? Oh, yeah. it's easy to say ifs and buts, isn't it, at, the, at this point? But, yeah, it's really interesting the night and day that we've got going on with how he is with the quarterbacks, definitely. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, 
Brady last year got treated with kid gloves, if you want, by Bruce Arians, and he won the title. But, I mean, that's after being in the league for 20 years. So if he, if Bill would have done that in the beginning, would he have even beat out Bledsoe? I guess who knows. Mm. Interesting. Know? Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm glad he got six here. Forever great. Yeah. I mean, I think, <laughs> yeah, of I think course. I was in denial for a while when he left. Oh, yeah, completely. You know, I'm with you there. Stunned. Like, I couldn't believe it. I, Up until the end, I'm like, they're going to work it out somehow. Yeah. Oh, exactly. yeah. You know, and then we got that yeah. stupid post or whatever it was saying, thank you, Patriots, I'm out, basically. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. They didn't see a comment. Like, no. you, you're so accustomed to them taking deals of, you know, the better the team and for him all around. I mean, money is only so far, you know, he's got enough. So right. I was like, yeah. I was like you, I was like, yeah, he's just going to stick around. It's going to be the same old, same old. But at the same time, it kind of felt different a little bit going into that year. Oh, heck yeah. Totally. Yeah, he wasn't quite the same that year. Definitely. And I was at the last two regular season games that he played. Yeah. Here? In 2019? Yeah, in Buffalo and yeah. Miami when Miami beat them. I was at that game. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I took my son. It was his first Patriots game and they blew it at the end. It was my first yeah. Patriots oh. game too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I Small world. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that was, I mean, in Buffalo, like he didn't look that great then. Mm. You know, they barely won 16 to 10, I think it was. And then the next week against Miami, he was pretty bad. Like that mm -mm. pick at the end of Logan Ryan, I was Aww. in that end zone, so I saw it. Oh up, wow! I saw it up close and personal. Like, <laughs> like what is he doing? It was a, like, oh, I'm out. Basically, I'm done. Yeah, that's it. By the way, I'm now gone. Thanks for everything. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's what kind of bugged me a little bit. Was that, like Chris said, that whole last season he was like half here. Yeah, like he, he almost knew that this was it. Giselle I mean, wanted to go to Florida. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. She wanted some sun. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, obviously we'll see how training camp goes. I was hoping they were going to trade for Julio, but that obviously didn't happen. It's fine. Don't worry. They'll be all right. Don't worry. Yeah, they'll be all right. You know. <laughs> They prayed a pretty penny to get him. So. Yeah. I can't quite put my finger on the team exactly what to expect from them right now because I really don't know. I mean, honestly. I think, like you said, they'll probably be more of a running team. It's not a bad thing. But... No, heck no. Yeah. No, yeah. Pound and pound, wear people out. I mean, they got tight ends that can catch, and that's pretty much been Cam's bread and butter his entire career. And then if he doesn't do well, Mac Jones, you know, with two or three decent, good tight ends, will definitely help him mm. in the running game. So yeah, we'll I'm just glad my boy's back in the fold. So Which who's that? that? Ben yeah. Noy, come on! Oh yeah, no, Steve, oh, come on! What's man. the matter? Really? Oh man! Oh, the president I'm a of the fan club. Yeah, I miss your defense. Like offense, do your own thing, but defense wins titles. Dude, come on. Well, yeah, well, um, yeah. yeah. Got to have some love for the defense. But, I mean, 
they've got such depth at linebacker that there's a chance that Carl Van Noy doesn't even like step up every game and stuff. The depth that they've got, really. He's not, a, he's not a guarantee. I think he plays more like on the edge this year. More like rushing the passer. Like, I'm going to need the paddles after that comment. <laughs> <laughs> I just temporarily blacked out. I never had someone say that to me, Steve. I don't know how to oh. respond to this. Oh, yeah. She came out like, swinging. Like, hey. I don't know. I don't know how to respond to you. Yeah. What is this madness? Yeah. Hey, you Have you been down talking to me? <laughs> have, has Ann been giving you tips to get me all jazzed up or what? Oh, you know what? He hasn't, and now I'm really regretting it. I never thought about that. I should have gone to Glendon for some for some top oh tips, but no, God, I didn't even think about that. Wow. Oh man, I'm missing missing a bit there. Who do we get on here again, Steve? <laughs> Yeah, that's all good. I don't know. I mean, he's he's my dude. Yeah, that's no, cool. I, mean, I, I, I respect that. I think he's gonna be more of a rush the passer type guy from the edge this year. What do you mean, mm. like a Chris Slade type? When um, yeah, that's going back a ways. Jesus, yep. dude. I, we just dated ourselves pretty heavily on that mm -hmm. comment. Yep. Oh. <laughs> and the other thing we're not talking about. What's the situation going to play it with Gilmore? Hmm. That's a biggie. Yeah, I, know. Mm. I, I hear people saying trade them, and I need the paddles when I hear that comment. <laughs> I'm not is, bringing that. <laughs> no, he's, uh, he's one of the best corners in the league. Mm. You see what the Jets did at receiver in the offseason. Buffalo's been loaded at receiver for two years. Miami's good. I mean, why would you trade him after what you just did in the offseason? That's like taking yeah. a step backwards. Yeah. And it's just so it, stupid. Like, pay the guy. You've created such depth on the rest of the roster yeah. that if you were to, you know, be rid of him in, you know, whichever shape or form, mm -hmm. not paying him, trading, you know, all that kind of stuff, then you're just creating a hole you don't even need to create. You've got the guy there. It's just a simple case of sorting out a contract. So, exactly. yep. you know, I mean, he's get. I, I think I wrote recently. He's getting on a bit. In all fairness, with all due respect, he, you know, he's not a youngster now, and and his season last year wasn't what it was the season before. So, you could argue that you're seeing deterioration in the guy's plays. But you know, he's still he's still an elite player, and it's still if you traded him, you've got to fill the role so what is the point of wasting money filling the role right. when you've already got somebody who knows the system who you know is good in the system yeah, it's just if he wants a long-term contract we you know we just know that bill's not necessarily into paying a lot of money for a long time over guys that are getting older that's the that's the i mean, the I'd agree there. with that until this last off season like nobody saw him spending 200 million or whatever it was on anybody Mm. He wants to mm. win. The guy, he's what, yeah. 70 years old? Mm. Is he that old now? 70? He's um, 68. He's up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, he's been around forever and a day. And he's changed a lot over the last few years as far as how he, like, treats players. Gotcha, yeah. Yeah, he is. He seemed yeah. to lighten up a little bit, yeah. like you said. Yeah. I guess yeah. old age is actually lightening him up instead of making yeah. him crankier. And I've been on the J.C. Jackson train since they picked him up as an undrafted free agent. 
He's not a number one corner. He's mm. not there yet. No. Nah. Not like you can't put him on the best player on the other team and not worry about it. Mm. And with Gilmore, like you, you saw like when Gilmore went out, JC they tried that and he was getting burnt. Yeah. I mean, I love him. Like Chris, I'll tell you, like. I did articles back when he was undrafted. I'm like, this is gonna be the surprise, you know, the the off season getting him, and he's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, not, the, <laughs> not the first time I've uttered those words to you. <laughs> no, I don't won't be the last. No. Oh I yeah, I'd put money on that one. <laughs> I just don't like he's right now. He's not a number one guy, and I just don't see Bill creating like whole Claire like you talked about without a, a solid plan and you mm. got to tick off the locker room you get rid of him yeah like what you get like do, seven million right now yeah i mean he obviously, yeah, he's not playing with seven million no. I mean, that's an insult yeah i mean they need to like extend them for like two to three years max i think he said he <laughs> wanted like three years 45 million or something so come to a compromise I think it's going to be the time thing that's an issue. I don't actually yeah. think the monetary value is going to be a problem because, right. like you said, bills drop so much this year. I don't think it's going to be about the money. I mm-hmm. think it's going to be about the time, and I think that's the thing that coach's most sticking point is as well. Is he doesn't like to give long contracts right. for guys that are getting older, sort of thing. So, but then you could say, well, I've just had a look. He's sixty nine. He was sixty nine this year. Mm. So is he going to look at it as in, well, I'll give him a contract for three, four years, even though I don't necessarily agree with it, because I might not be coaching by then, and I want to win now. So I'm just going to give him what he wants to keep him now, because I don't see the point in making a hole. So screw four years time, whatever. Mm-hmm. I want to look at now. I'm not saying that's what he is thinking. I'm just saying, you know, for example, he could be going in that direction. Oh, I totally get it. I, I mean, gotta I say, he's not young either. He's thirty-one. Hmm. I'm still railing from that Van Noycon, man. I can my brain is massively scattered from it. Bad. <laughs> I did not expect that to come down today. <laughs> wow. Like to mix it up a little bit, you know. Have well, a bit I of guess So you just come in, just drop a bomb like that. On <laughs> my head. I'm here. Right. Well, yeah. You know. <laughs> Talk about an entrance. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I haven't got a return ticket on this show then. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> we'll definitely have you back on, especially <laughs> if you good. I'm like, okay, let's go. We need you That's back fine. on the show now. That's and cool. Firstly, if he, play, if he doesn't get, if he gets cut, we'll have you back on so you can say, hey, what'd okay. I tell you? <laughs> I didn't say he would get cut and I'm I'm not dissing on Van Noy. It was just a case of the so much depth there. That was and and you've got guys that are coming up in sort of Uche and stuff. It's like these youngsters are sort of learning under Van Noy, you know, is it really is it still his time? That was all that my point was really. I gotta ask you guys, did you see much of um training camp uh mini camp? Did you see Devin Ross, a player that they've had in for kind of just like tryouts, wearing number eighty seven? Did not. you see I, that? I actually saw that. I thought it was a little wow. strange. Like it like, Yeah, that, yeah, it made me feel sick. Your tight end endage love. Is that from Gronkowski? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how can it not? This guy 
played the beautiful game beautifully. He was like the most epic tight end ever. That's just where we all come from. Yeah, he, he's, he's, yeah, enormously on the field, just, yeah, epic. Totally loved it. So, yeah, seeing somebody so soon as well, wearing 87, was a bit gross. I did not like that. I, I get that they're going to use the number eventually, particularly because he, like, came back and naffed off to another team, that kind of thing. That's fair enough, but it's it just feels, it's, like, too soon. Too soon. Too soon to see somebody on 87, definitely. I'd, yeah, I'd be curious what a poll would look like with Patriots fans and what they think of Gronkowski. Mm. There's a lot of people that are sick of him. Despite what he did, everything he did for the Patriots, you can't knock it. But I don't know. It just seems like his uh, popularity is kind of down overall. Yeah. I think it's just simply because, I mean, I haven't got much interest in the guy off the field. I'm only interested in him as a player you know, mm-hmm. sort of thing. So he, yeah. he's, he's off the field antics, never really sort of interested, bothered me, not really that, you know, into it. But I'm, I think it's the thing with, with Gronk is the fact that he came out of retirement to go and play with Brady. I yeah. think that's the thing that, that sticks in everybody's craw is that mm-hmm. he decided to have a year off and we all supported him and we retired and, we, you know, we shed our tears for him because we loved him as a, you know, as a Patriot and then he came back and was like, okay, I'm back. Right. See ya. I'm going to Florida. And it just felt, it just stung that little bit extra because it was, it was more on him than maybe the Brady thing because people, I, w- I would imagine people think you, you're never quite sure what the reason was Brady that left. I know there's lots of stories that have come out, you know, which side of the camp you might want to fall. If it was Tom's fault, if it was Bill's fault, if it was Minnie, if it was Giselle wanting Florida, you know, there's, there's so many factors that it could be. And so it, it is difficult to really sort of fully blame him for leaving sort of thing. I know a lot of people wouldn't anyway, but, but with Gronk, it just seemed, it was, it was all on him. It was all on him. He came back and he wanted to go and play with Tom. So Granted, you can't blame him because he's like the greatest quarterback of all time. But I think as fans, especially he, because he was loved so much, it it is hard. It did stick in your core, like I said. So, yeah, I think even even so, still seeing somebody in 87 just isn't nice. Gives me a bit of a tummy ache. Don't like it. Yeah, it's a little weird still. That. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wonder why they let him wear that number. Was it just like a hmm. shot at Gronk or whatever? Like passive aggressive type? I can't see him sticking around, really. I mean, like, yeah. yeah, I don't really, yeah, it was a bit weird. It was a bit weird, unless he just, yeah. Maybe they just didn't have any other shirts, and they were like, yeah, you know, we've just got one of these left. Right. Stick this on for now. This won't be a number, but go on, you can have this for today. I mean, the, the more shocking thing would be if 12 was ever one. Yeah. I just can oh. never see Oh, yeah, of course. Ever. You just imagine Mac Jones starts against the Buck, and he switches to 12 for the game. <laughs> You're not going to have comments about that game. I'll go on paper. I'll go on paper like right now if you want me to tell you what I think happens. Sure. They're going to get waxed. Brady's not losing that game. No goddamn way. It's not happening. I mean, the problem with the the Bucs defense is crazy good. Like, there's no way possible you can sit back and think as a fan looking at that whole setup like, yeah, we're going to come in here and we're just going to put it to Brady. Of course you can. That's the whole point of being a fan. You don't always well, have to be I mean, completely be like delusional if you want to. It's not happening. Damn, right. It right I, now. 
not you can't happen. say that you can't say that it's completely delusional it could be mostly delusional but in all fairness it only takes their defense to have a bad day it only takes some injuries in week two yeah. or three and their team that's a, is, that's a lot of yeah. what if so oh yeah so you say fire against fire against happen. fire tampa bay is a better team i'm not saying that they're not i'm i'm not arguing with you from that perspective i'm arguing with you from the perspective of you can't believe that they could beat them because as a fan Okay, they can, yeah. but the odds are it happening not very high. That's fair enough. Now, I'm fine with that because that's logical and I'm cool mm. with that. But to well, say, I'm not logical. You know, I just say what I'm okay. thinking. Like, that's just not going to – that's just how it goes. There's not going to be no logical like explanation. I uh, pretty much just say what I feel. Yeah, I mean, on anything, on game's got to be at least a touchdown. What's that, Steve? Yeah. The spread on that game's going to be at least a touchdown. I also yeah. nothing would make me happier than eat crow. I've done it many times <laughs> for my stupid. <laughs> yeah. I got no problem doing that, but to me, it this feels like it's Brady, it's Bill, like the other one else are just pieces in the chessboard, basically. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, but they both won. That... They both want to prove to each other that we we can win without without you. Right. Yeah, Am but in all fairness, Brady's already proved that, so it's a moot point, and we know that Bill's above that anyway. And I mean, is it though? Is it a moot point? Yeah, you can't question Coach Bill. Come on. No, no, no. I'm not talking about questioning him. I'm just saying, is it a moot point that Brady's already won outside of Bill? It's going to get brought up 150,000 oh, yeah. times that week. Yeah, it's going to be yeah, nauseating. He's oh, already won a Super Bowl, so it is what it – I mean, Well, that's yeah, my point. It's not exactly a moot point, though. No. Like, if there's other way around, but God, unbelievable. Belichick got it done without Brady. Holy hell. Right. And then Brady oh. goes down and just beats the brakes off of Kansas City. It's like, I don't know how the dude does it, especially at this age. It's incredible what Brady mm. does. It's just mind-numbing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, completely. But you said defense wins. So, I mean, defense then that's right. Well, then it's Bill's defense against Brady. So, yeah. I yeah, don't know. I mean, if there's anybody who can, who has a plan to shut down Tom, it's him. Yeah. Yeah, but Steve, devil's advocate, you have um, your buddy McDaniels as offensive coordinator. So how's that going to work out? I'm ready to be ready for those messages. Oh, like clockwork. Anytime there's a bad drive, Steve will send me a text message. I can't believe McDaniels. What in the hell is he doing this time? (laughs) Jesus. Get him out of here, he says. Steve. (laughs) Gonna wow. We're going to have a corner one day with McDaniels. Yeah. Oh, man. And we like, get that call. It's like, what now, Steve? No, Steve's <laughs> in the hospital. What? Yeah. Yeah, he, he saw too much McDaniels and had a he just <laughs> went crazy. And the other thing is, what's Matt Patricia's role on this team? Because I um, still don't know. Do you? <laughs> he seems like an assistant GM that, like, deals with all the contract stuff. Hmm. Because he was pretty creative on like getting a lot of those deals done. Yeah. Interesting. I think you know Bill loves him for whatever reason. 
You know, right. He, he, Patricia is not a good head coach, but I mean, he's a he's got a degree in what the hell is it? But it's something. Isn't it like AI, like, AI yeah. or some some wild thing like that? I was, I was gonna yeah. say he's a rocket scientist, but I think that's yeah. just taking it a little bit too far. But I think it's something very similar, to be fair. But he seems to be teaching them like the salary cap part of it, like you know how to structure deals, how to get the player like the most money, but also structuring it so it doesn't kill him on the cap, that type of thing. Yeah, well, he's a he's obviously a really smart guy, so he's he, yeah. putting it to putting it to good use then. Oh heck yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I can't wait. Like that game, I think is gonna be pretty good. Week four. Oh, it's the biggest game of the season. Yeah. So I mean, far. as far as like close, I don't think it's gonna be a blowout either way. Like I said, I think you know, envision Van Noy coming up the middle after Brady. <laughs> If he's not cut. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Steve. Man. I never had a I never had a guest come after me yeah. like this, Steve. I don't know. <laughs> I think it was your idea like, to have her on too. Yeah, Jesus. What was, was I thinking? My God. What were you thinking? I did tell you, what are you thinking? You believe this, Steve? <laughs> I don't know what to make of this. It's different. Yeah, it's different, all right. <laughs> Wow. I gotta say, I'm mostly messing with you because I don't hate on Van Noy at all, but it's just too much fun to poke here. It's too late now. You're, now you're really in my head, bad. <laughs> bad <scene. laughs> it's a tough scene right now. Wow. Oh, that's cool. Somehow I, I think it. Anne's behind this, despite you two not talking. I need to find <laughs> someone. So I'm no, gonna... I, to be honest with you, I would genuinely give him credit if I had actually thought about asking him. And I really had. I wish I was smart enough to have asked him, but I didn't. I never thought about it. So, no, I, I genuinely <laughs> didn't. That's great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, as soon as we're done recording, I'm picking up the phone and following him. And you're not going to believe what was just said to me on the podcast. <laughs> wow. That's Good cool. times. So that's pretty much all I've got. Do you guys want to cover anything else? So who's going to win the Stanley Cup, uh, Clay, without an eye? Uh, uh, uh. What are you talking yes. about, Chris? Mm-hmm. You're asking me hockey stuff now. I don't know. I don't know. I'm only For the love of God, game. don't say the Bruins because that will just ruin my entire yeah. day. <laughs> They're oh, already no. out, aren't they? Montreal, that would be worse. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. I, I, I would be like paddles for sure then. <laughs> and I thought this was a football show. <laughs> Golly. Pushing tulips. No, it is. <laughs> I just checked on the internet and we've and I checked um Devin Ross is actually down as number 17. So I'm not quite sure why he had 87 jersey on in all fairness, whether or not it was just a bit of a random, that's all they had at the day, but just had a look and that's what he's down as nfl.com. He's number 17. So huh, interesting. pass on that one. Just thought I'd well, look yeah, that one up. The, like the other thing I would say I we haven't brought up, and I'll think if we did maybe as earlier on. I think that offensive line is going to be one of the best in the league this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with the big boy back. Oh, yeah. Brent Brown. That dude is like a house. He's a big dude. With an extension. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Definitely and Andrews is back too, so that's nice. They got a mm. good line, so that was kind of a surprise yeah. when he visited with uh, Miami and still came back. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's great. They totally need him. Yeah, that was definitely a key a key re-signing, definitely. Surprising Ooh. that maybe they've got Karras as well, but good yeah. that they did because it adds it adds a really good, solid depth in all fairness. So it's good. It was just a little bit concerning at first of why would they bring them both kind of back, if you like. But, yeah, the, the additions that they've made on the offensive line is just really, really cool. Oh, absolutely. Like, Tooney, I'm going to be curious to see how losing him affects the line. Mm. That guy was an absolute animal. I I completely agree, but I just think who they've got in, I mean, on when you really coming up the ranks and stuff to, to yeah. and like you said, Trent Brown is huge. <laughs> I just, yeah. I can't, yeah, I can't, can you imagine trying to run towards that guy really seriously? No. Sorry, that guy running towards you, sorry, is what I should say. Um, yeah, that's, that, yeah, he was a huge <laughs> reason they won the title that year. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely a good... As I said, I think I said earlier, their O-line and their D-line are, yeah, something to be enamoured by, I reckon, this year. Absolutely. Yep. I can't wait. It's going to be good to Me have neither. back. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> cool. So... Claire, tell everyone where they can find you. Oh, thank you. Well, thanks for having me on today. It was really cool. You'll find me at fullpresscoverage.com. You'll find me at patspropaganda.com. They're both of where I get my writing gigs. There's my podcast, also brought to you by fullpresscoverage.com, called A Claire Perspective. I bring out um, a show every about two, three weeks with myself and a guest. So uh, this point of recording, my last episode was episode nine with Phil Perry. So that came out on Friday. You'll also find me on One Patriot's Place with Steve Balistrieri and Thomas Murphy once a week, brought to you by E2GSports.com. Rock and roll. Uh, I'm, I'm everywhere. Uh, Chris underscore Blackie. There you go. Twitter. Yeah, mine's Twitter, Thompson 603 We have diehard Boss fans and Boston Sports BLZ, and those same ones are on Facebook and the websites, diehardbostonsportsfans.com. So we get some articles there and also the shop. So if you just do that same website, do a slash shop after that, you'll get in there. We get some good shirts and stuff on there. So. Thanks again for coming on, Claire. Uh, no, thanks for having me. It was good fun. It was good, good fun. Nice to talk to you guys. From the Van Noy. <laughs> I haven't recovered. That's the problem. It just totally took the air out of the room. <laughs> All right. Take it easy, everybody. Whenever you listen to this one. See ya. See ya.